0: Welcome back, Falcons, to another episode of Talent Talk. We're your hosts, Scott Cotter
1: and Katie Gergen, and today we'll be talking to one of CB's newest teachers, Miss Hanshu, and her transition into CB, her experience hiking the Pacific Crest Trail, and a few little other surprises in there. So stay tuned for this episode of the Talent Talk. Welcome back to the third episode of Talent Talk. It's your host, Katie Gergen.
0: And Scott Cotter.
1: And today we're going to be talking about one of CB's newer teachers, Miss Hanshu.
2: Hi. How are you doing today? I'm great. How are you guys?
0: We're doing well. We're doing well. Yeah, I'm
1: pretty good. I'm pretty happy to be here.
2: This is awesome.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So what's it been like teaching at CB for over a year now?
2: It's been great. Um, The second year is so much easier than the first. It's really fun to get to come back after having taught here for a year. And thankfully I taught juniors last year. So you're all still here and I know people on campus. Um, And starting to even already this year teach siblings of people that I taught before. I just feel a little bit more established in the community. Um, Yeah, and just knowing the adults as well makes a huge difference. Being able to come back on the first day of school and say, hi, how are you, instead of hi, nice to meet you is really nice. Um, so it's been great. The second year's off to a good start.
1: Yeah, I feel like you've gotten really involved in CB within like
2: just your first year. Yeah, I think it's a good way to like get to know people. Um, and I like to be involved. I like to sort of see. That's one of the things that I love about a school like CB and the former school I was at as well, is that there is so much going on. So um, I've tried to get involved. Um, and it's it's been a good way to get to know different people and see students in their other activities and things that they enjoy doing, things like that. Where did you come from? What school? I came from the Bay Area. So my husband, Brett, and I moved from Oakland. um, And previously, I taught at a school in San Francisco. So I commuted from Oakland to San Francisco. It was also a Salian school, so um, very similar in a lot of ways. It was... um, Also Lasallian, kind of start on the face. A lot of things look similar in that there's a lot of emphasis on student activities and the classroom being important, but also thinking about social justice and what does it mean to be Lasallian and um, kind of building community, which is really important for me. It's one of the things I love about teaching here, but um, it's also why I kind of applied for a job here. I don't know that I would have moved to Sacramento if there hadn't been a job that was open here Christian Brothers.
0: So was it like a, you said it was a LaSalle school, was it like a, a big difference coming from there to CB or is it a lot of similarities?
2: There's a lot of similarities. Um, I think that this sounds, it's, it's hard to define, it's hard to put your finger on, but there's something about being on campus here and I don't know if you guys all agree with me and it's certainly not the case all the time, but you get the sense, I get the sense generally that people are happy to be here. Um, yeah. And they have found what it is that they're interested in. They have friends. Um, it's a generally pretty positive place. Um, and it's very similar in San Francisco. Kind of the same thing is that you get the sense that, you know, not everyone's happy to be there at first set of the day, 8 a.m. Um, but overall, pretty pretty happy happy people who look like they have found something that makes them excited to be there. Um That's probably the biggest similarity. Um, Other than that, similar in Sacred Heart was the name of the old school that I taught at, but Sacred Heart Cathedral. The other biggest similarity was that there was kids that came from a lot of different schools, which I also have noticed at Christian Brothers as well, is that there's a lot of, um, you know, just a lot of different schools that we all come here from, which I think also helps build community because you have to get to know new people. So why did you leave your old school? Well, the main reason my commute in the morning—so if I drove, my commute in the morning was about 45 minutes. Um, In the afternoons, it could be up to two hours. Getting out of San Francisco is horrible, Um, and also, my husband and I were hoping to buy a house um, in the Bay Area, and it was just never going to happen. It's so expensive. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. we we loved Oakland. We lived there. He's from Oakland, and we lived there for about 10 years, um, and wanted really badly to stay for a long time. But it just got to the point where it was insane. Even if you could afford a house there, it sort of gets to the point where you wonder why would anyone ever do that, even if mm-hmm. you can afford it for a teeny tiny little house. So the main reason was we were hoping to buy a house. Do you like the suburban area more? I do. I've loved it. I was a little bit worried. Um, Don't hate me for this. I was a little worried. Sacramento might be a little boring. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Um, But no, for the most part, I've been very pleasantly surprised. There's a lot to do. And I think it's the perfect mix for me right now where if I want to find some sort of event going on, a festival or a cultural experience or a show, whatever... Um, you can find that in Sacramento, but I love that I can drive anywhere (laughs) and find parking. (laughs) I love that like streets have trees on them and people walk and I can ride my bike. It's, um, it's been great. I love Sacramento. Mm
0: -hmm. It's definitely a different pace change though from San Francisco. For sure.
2: Definitely laid back a little bit, a little bit, uh, slower pace for sure which i really have loved i didn't realize how much i was kind of like looking forward to that Mm -hmm. i didn't i don't think i knew that i was looking forward to that but once i got here i realized how much i needed it so it's been really good
0: um can you tell us a little about the pacific crest trail i know you tell a lot of your classes about that and your experience
2: yeah um i actually haven't told any of my juniors yet this year um So Brett and I hiked the PCT. The Pacific Crest Trail goes from Mexico to Canada through all of California, Oregon, and Washington. Um, We did that in 2013. So I think it was an interesting year to do it because it's a lot more well-known now. Um, In the book, have you heard There's a book called Wild, and then there was a movie with Reese Witherspoon that came out the year after we did it. So there's a lot more people who hike it now, but um, it's really just this incredibly... Long, also incredibly beautiful wilderness experience that um, takes about five and a half months, depending on how fast you are. It took us about five and a half months, and we were kind of average. Um, yeah, it was amazing. It was pretty incredible. Really hard.
0: What What motivated you to do it? Yeah. Just like that seems like a lo- like a big commitment. <laughs> five yeah. and yes. a half months hiking.
2: <laughs> yeah. So um, that's a good question. We had talked about it for a long time and had heard of it, and it sounded pretty cool. Um, And we had done a lot of backpacking and hiking and spending time outdoors. Although it's funny because before we started the PCT, which like I said, it took us five and a half months of living outside, I had never spent more than two nights in a row outside in a tent. So it was definitely a big jump from what I had ever had experience doing before. Um, I had thought about a change in career. Prior to being a teacher, I worked at the Federal Reserve in San Francisco, which was, it had its ups, it had its downs, it was interesting. I learned a lot. I graduated from college right as the economy was kind of sinking, um, and I happened to get a job at the Federal Reserve. So it was a really interesting time to work there. I worked in a department that did um, communications primarily between the most important people at the Fed and the rest of the bank. Um, so as this kid straight out of college, I had really unique opportunities to be exposed to people who were making big decisions at the time, um, and, and then being able to communicate that. So I, frequently I would be in a meeting and they would ask me to, to write a communication about what the bank was doing in response to the latest news. All that to say, it was a great job and I learned a ton. Um, I sort of hit a point. I had been there for five years. And the Federal Reserve, there's a lot of great things about working there. But the longer you're there, it seems like the fewer people who leave. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't see myself working there forever. And I had a boss who I didn't really love. <laughs> um, and I had a bad day. And I went home and I said, forget it. I'm going to I'm gonna quit my job. And I thought Brett would sort of talk me off the ledge um, and say, no, that's crazy. But he basically was very supportive and said, yeah, you should quit your job and we should go hike the PCT like we've (laughs) talked about doing before. So it went from something that was just kind of a dream and a maybe eventually we'll hike part of it to both of us wound up quitting our jobs. And um, yeah, it was kind of a crazy, crazy decision that we made. Um, But thankfully, we were really supported by friends, family, everyone who we told about it, we kind of kept thinking that maybe someone would convince us that it was a bad idea, but that never happened. So, <laughs> and we wound up hiking and it was a really great experience for both of us. It was um it was interesting because I typically am a pretty social person and I was a little bit nervous going into the trail that I would feel lonely or i wouldn't make friends or there wouldn't be enough people around but by the end of it it was the first time my whole life that i really enjoyed the quiet and the the downtime and when people would come around i'd get annoyed and wish that they would go away <laughs> so do you think hiking it gave you like clarity that you wanted to be a teacher or that's a really good question it's funny cuz Not really. (laughs) You think it's sort of one of those movie moments that you see all the time that someone does this kind of goes on a big adventure, does something that like really reveals um, something becomes very clear that this is their calling. And by the, I thought, I definitely thought that would happen. Um, And by the end of it, I didn't feel any more strongly one way or the other about what I wanted to do next, um, which was really scary at the time. I thought, especially for a a career like teaching so many of my friends who are teachers, and most people, a lot of people who are teachers sort of always knew, um, or kind of knew that that was their path. So I almost didn't go back to teaching school because I thought if I was supposed to be a teacher, maybe it would seem more obvious to me right now. Um, So it was a little scary, but I had no other option at the time. I was nannying for a little while. My former boss from the Fed, I was nannying her kid. And um, during those like six months that I was with them, I basically just applied to uh, get my teaching credential and master's and, and started the program because I didn't have any other better option in the meantime. But it wound up being the best thing I ever did. I'm so happy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so uh, why history? Why did you choose to teach history as opposed to...
2: Another really great question and another kind of unexpected response is that I also couldn't decide what I would want to teach. I thought, oh, well, maybe I'll teach English or maybe I also thought for a while that maybe I would want to go teach second graders or kindergartners. I could not decide. I had like I was all over the board. Um, I ultimately settled on history because I had a history teacher my junior year and I first decided that I wanted to teach high school. I had a great experience in high school. I had a lot of adults who looked after me and just I went also to a Lasallian school um, and I had a really great positive experience in high school. So I settled on that first and the next question was it came down to English or history and I settled on history ultimately because I thought back on some experiences that I had had as a student um, and i just adored my US history teacher. And he was, I, he was the most challenging teacher I ever had, but he made me feel like it was OK to take risk. And um, I, I ultimately settled on history. That and the fact I, I took some history. I minored in English in college, but I also I, my major was international relations. But at UC Davis, the program is a little bit different you take international relations, you take classes in all these different departments. So I had taken quite a few history classes and learned a lot about Latin American history in college. And I also minored in, they called it hemispheric studies. It's basically Latin American history. Um, And so part of also why I gravitated towards history was I I thought that it's a shame that so often people will get to college and have no exposure to a lot of the other things that happened in history rather than just like, European, Western European history, and and like kind of the the standard U.S. history that we usually get. So, in hopes that I could bring in new perspectives and thoughts and ideas.
0: And that's been the right choice so far.
2: So far, so good. I hope. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, I love teaching. I love teaching history. I really. Um, it's been fun. This is my second year teaching U.S. history, and it's been fun to to be able to begin refining that and and. Um, the more the longer you do something the better you get at it so sorry to the current seniors but (laughs) um, it's it's been fun to be able to like go through it the second time and and start to hone the the class a little bit more it's been good
0: it was definitely a fun class yeah yeah. definitely recommend everyone loves you
1: (laughs) since you came from a little sally in school and you taught at one um, was there kairos on there was yes so had you been on it before?
2: I had been on Kairos um, at SHC a couple times as well. Yeah, so okay. I I wasn't totally. There's some. There's a few things that are different um, about the Christian Brothers Kairos versus at SHC, um, but overall pretty similar.
0: What can you uh, can you give any wise words for the kids that are about to go on this Kairos next week without like giving too much away? <laughs> I know that's what I have to think about. Yeah.
2: Um, I think. And it's what they'll hear over and over again. But (laughs) Trust the process. (laughs) Trust the process. And, yeah, I think that, like, the more you can allow yourself to be vulnerable and honest, it can be really hard to do, especially if you're around people that you aren't necessarily great friends with. Um, Actually, no, here's my legitimate advice. It has to do with what we were just saying, but I think that also know that it's never too late to make that decision. I think that sometimes I've been on a Kairos before where someone – feels like the retreat is halfway over and they haven't they've lost some time they've lost an opportunity to open up I think that my advice would be that it's never too late even if it's the last day or even if it's after you come home if, if you realize that there is something that you wish you had said or someone you had talked to or whatever it might be um, that it's never too late during the retreat but even after you come home um, and on the last retreat I was on there was a few people who really kind of, Chose to be vulnerable a little bit later in, in in the retreat, which was like amazing and and changed sort of our group experience as well. So that I think would be my best advice.
0: Um, you are one of the most energetic, engaging teachers, <laughs> uh, in my opinion, at least. I'm sure a lot of other seniors and juniors can second that opinion. But how do you maintain this attitude?
2: Um, well, that's a very nice question. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I don't know. I think being a teacher is a pretty easy job if you're someone who truly does enjoy getting to know other people and spending time with other people, which I do. So there's a lot about teaching. There's a lot about teaching that's hard, but there's a lot about like the most important things that I think teaching is about that, that are very easy because it just has to do with um, being excited to see people. Um, and I just, I love, it's a real privilege to get to be a part of a a important time in your lives when you're kind of growing up and becoming adults and thinking about the types of people that you want to be. To be able to be part of that is really special for me. Um, And it's so fun for me to even, I mean, even both of you, I feel (laughs) like a proud mama bear. (laughs) Um, No, but to be able to see you guys grow as humans and sort of Grow into your personalities and think about like what your life is going to look like is a privilege, um, and that's the part of teaching that for me is really really important to kind of get to know you all as people, um, and thankfully that comes easily because I enjoy it. I think it really
1: shows that you act, that you really have a passion for your job and oh, like well, you care very about very your sweet students. Of you. Thank you, Katie. You're welcome. Um,
0: so uh, you're the senior class moderator this year. Um, our last thing that we have is do you have any wise words for seniors as they're finishing, finishing out their CV experience?
2: Yes. I'm so excited to be the senior class moderator too, because like I said, second year, now that you guys are seniors, you will always have a special place in my heart. Cause you'll be my first, my first group. And I taught all juniors last year. So I feel like I know many of you. Um, I think that senior year is such a special time because you're, you've got one foot in two worlds almost, especially the closer you get to graduation, you're really thinking about kind of what the next step is going to look like. And I think there's a lot of wisdom that comes with just even considering that as you begin to think about that. Um, My best advice and what I love to see happen when people are seniors is that some of the, what's the best way to put it? I guess... Let yourself be open to either new experiences or new people. I always think about my senior year, which is selfish, but it just is where my head goes. For me personally, I, I made a lot of new relationships senior year that were that still are very important to me. And I think that it's because there's some level of like confidence that comes with being a senior. You don't care so much maybe about what other people think about you. Or there's just less pressure about trying to figure out where you fit in. Not to say that doesn't exist in some in some way for a lot of people, but I think that my advice and my hope really for the seniors is that you're able to to kind of let down some of those barriers that sometimes can keep us apart from each other and keep us in our own little silos, um, and and just let yourself get to, get to know new people and you know the standard of. Enjoy all of it, because it all starts to be the last of everything, mm-hmm. yeah. which is fun. And I'm a sentimental person, so I'm always the one who's like, oh my gosh, it's your last you know, time that you're going to go to Thanksgiving break, whatever it might be. <laughs> um, but yeah, enjoy all of it, because it goes very quickly, and all those things that all the adults always say are true. They say them because they're true. So enjoy it, and also be kind to your teachers. Keep doing <laughs> your work. <laughs> Turn in your work for second semester. <laughs> that's my actual best advice (laughs) senioritis is already hitting it's a real thing I acknowledge it but you gotta fight against it
1: (laughs) okay well thank you so much
2: thank you guys this is really fun and also a little scary (laughs) it's okay
0: I think we're good thanks
2: guys you guys are great